Hello Predators fans, Sam Fleming, contributor and broadcaster and host of the Outside Smashville podcast here for Penalty Box Radio, back with you doing some Predators content. I know I know, I took a little time off since the Edmonton Oilers preview on Tuesday. I was going to do one of these that I'm doing today for you on Thursday's game against the Anaheim Ducks, which I was at, uh, at the Bridgestone Arena, but probably a good one not to do a recap on considering how sloppy it was from the Predators. I thought one of their sloppier games this season, they didn't look as strong. They kind of looked flat the entire game. Uh, so there wasn't much to cover, but they bounced back nicely. Let's say that uh, in the winter classic whiteout on Saturday, they took on the Buffalo Sabres and got a big two to one win heading into their bye week and the all-star break, which I'm going to have a preview of the all-star weekend uh, for you here on penalty box radio before the weekend kicks off. So make sure to look for that uh, coming out as well as a new outside Smashville episode, but for the Predators. They got a big 2-1 to win over the Sabres Saturday. Uh, a goal in each period. Uh, it started out with the Buffalo Sabres getting the first goal. A goal in each period by either team is what I should say. Uh, the Sabres got on the board first late in the first uh, period. Sam Reinhart, his 17th goal of the season uh, from Rasmus Dahlin and Jake McCabe gave them the early one to nothing lead. Then midway through the Second period, it was Ryan Johansson breaking the double digits on the goal column. His 10th of the season from Roman Yossi to tie the game at one. And then on the power play, late in the third period, Craig Smith gets his 11th goal of the season. The game winner from Kyle Turris and Matthias Ekholm as Mr. Smith continues to roll in the winter months after a slow start. Uh, The three stars of the game, Ryan Johansson with a goal was the third star. Craig Smith with the game-winning goal on the power play was the second star. And a great night in net from Pecorine. 30 saves on 31 shots for a .968 save percentage. The Predators picked up their 22nd win of the season and broke the 50-point mark. They get up to 51 points. Now, this is crucial for the Predators. Why? So they head into their bye week here now and the All-Star break. So they get a little bit of an extended by week to say the least. Um, they are on 47 games played, which is still the least amount of games played in the Central Division and the Western Conference. So still plenty of games in hand and plenty of time to make a move in the standings. The Western Conference has been considerably tighter than the Eastern Conference this season. You have teams seeming to start to gap their way uh, to playoff spots in the East, like the Washington Capitals and the Boston Bruins. You even see Pittsburgh and the Tampa Bay Lightning starting to move up. For the Predators, they're nowhere near one of the top three teams in the divisions. That's St. Louis, Colorado, and Dallas, although They are slowly starting to catch the Dallas Stars. They're seven points behind them. They are now three points behind Winnipeg and Chicago for fourth in the Central Division. Now, how has Chicago got up there, you might ask? Well, they've now played three more games than the Predators. So still plenty of games for Nashville to move up. They are currently six points out of a wild card. Those two wild cards are held by Pacific Division teams, the Arizona Coyotes and the Vegas Golden Knights. The Pacific's been pretty tight as well. Vancouver 
Edmonton and Calgary. Uh, there's one point separating them. Vancouver leads it on 58 points. Edmonton and Calgary and Vegas and Arizona all on 57. So definitely plenty of time for the Predators if they can get something going. And I will say under John Hines, minus the Ducks game, since his system has been put into place, I have been really proud of the response of the Predators. You look at that Edmonton game, sure they took a disappointing 4-2 loss, but you, you look at the Oilers, they're one of the best offensive teams in the league. Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, and they they looked spirited that game. They only lost by two, but they stayed in the game until the very end. And that's what I like to see because at times when you were watching Peter Laviolette's uh, system it just seemed like the guys weren't as interested or had the momentum going into the period. Now, something that else that changed, I think, after that Anaheim or momentum going into the end of the game, I should say. Something interesting I saw in that Anaheim game. I know that was one of their flatter games of the season, but I I will say that they did start to turn it on a little bit at the end. Mikhail Granlund got that shorthanded goal, a pretty nice shot from Granlund. But I, I still thought that they responded well even after a slow start in the Buffalo game to be able to come back and get a big win against a team in the Eastern Conference that had such a strong start to the year, but they've got some good weapons themselves. Guys like Jack Eichel and Sam Reinhart, uh, Victor Olofsson, Rasmus Dahlin. Uh, but they did a really good job, and they got a pretty big win heading into the All-Star break and heading into the bye week, which I think it's nice to get a little bit of momentum going into your bye week. Because now you you have the confidence. Roman Yossi is going to be the only all-star uh, player going for the Predators as of right now. If there was some lucky substitution that happened that another Predator got in, that would be great. But it just looks like Yossi definitely the most deserving, having a career year so far. Uh, making that long-term contract extension look good here at the start, no doubt. But um I think for the Predators, it's nice to see that they've started to pick up some momentum. Even after they've had some tough games, I go back to that Chicago game. After they lost to Boston pretty bad after the coaching change, uh, they got uh, thumped 6-2. to two. They came back with a nice 5-2 to two win over the Blackhawks. Pecorine got a goal. That was pretty cool. Um, but... Definitely with games in hand, you have to have confidence with what John Hines is starting to do with this team. And I like to see where things are going, and I hope the Preds can keep up this momentum. So, a big 2-1 to one win on Saturday against the Buffalo Sabres. Now they'll get a long extended break before on January 27th. The Toronto Maple Leafs come to town. Another one I'm very excited to do a preview for. I'll be back on track with the preview starting with that game. The first matchup with the Maple Leafs this season. And I also, leave your comments down below. I know we're going to have some more games. We see the Winter Classic jerseys, uh, as President Sean Henry has said. But do you think... The Winter Classic jersey should stick around as a permanent alternate jersey. 
Let me know. I think they should. I'd love to see them have a third jersey added to the uh, to the jersey lineup full time, and I would definitely be happy if it was this these winter classic jerseys. So uh, that's all I've got for this recap of the wi- uh, winter classic whiteout, the two to one win for the Predators over the Sabers. Stay tuned for my All Star Game preview and outside Smashville episode uh, number seven with Peyton Turnage. Thanks for tuning in, and go Preds!